Did I just say three minutes? Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the state, and I'll cross the nation. And it's a sense the guns, the face, the fraud, the messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell, bringing you the best in the world at what we do. And what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, Ring the Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Three Minute Warning. We are back for Monday Night Raw in the classic era of Eric Bischoff. I'm host Andrew Wolfen once again, it's Mr. Ross Bell. Hello mate, how you doing? Uh, this is already better than Thunder. We're literally one episode of Raw and one pay-per-view in, and it's already better than Dubstubby. Yeah, I love, um, just to go straight into it, the way this show starts, JR's fuming, because they're now in the Nitro position at Coventry Desk. He's yep. not happy about this, he hates Brilliant. it. <laughs> also love the shot of Bischoff straight after the WWE signature as well straight yes. in the, it's like brilliant that's amazing yeah he runs this show now this is the Bischoff show yeah what it's do you so think good. about the announcer move did it bother you um, it, it did a little bit at the time I remember thinking well that's not they don't belong there they belong once to the ring because <laughs> that's where WWE commentators go this is WCW like Bischoff is already making changes that I'm not too happy with looking back on it now I think it's an entire rib on JR just to really piss him off. I think it is. I get the feeling that around this, anywhere between 2000 and 2010, anything yeah. Vince did that could really piss off JR, he would do it. So yep. let's let's move into a different show. Let's move his position in the, yep. in the arena. Anything that will get an, a, raise the ire of JR yeah. is basically top of the creative list for Vince. McMahon. I imagine King comes in, don't care where he's at, what he's doing, just to... Just oh, J- no, saying, King doesn't does care. Yeah. No. <laughs> so Bischoff is here to open his first show under his uh, first rule under his leadership we yep. are of course 24 hours removed from vengeance uh, where the rock became the new undisputed champion and triple h chose raw i don't mm. know which one of those was promoted as the bigger story <laughs> definitely triple h they spent the first 20 minutes of this show just verbally fellating triple h yeah. basically. uh of course it's july 22nd we're in grand rapids michigan uh, so yeah bischoff is here uh, he announced the rock will be here tonight big reaction to that mm. And then Triple H yeah. comes out, still rocking the denim leather jacket look, which I didn't realise. He's. I thought this went this straight is... away after he won the belt. Like when he came back from his yeah. big MSG return, I thought this went away very quickly. Yeah, no, apparently not. We've just wiped it from my memory. Uh, JR says that Triple H is expected to be the cornerstone of the Raw brand, and he is one hell of a is. I'll tell you, it's a one of a kind athlete. Is Triple H <laughs> one of a kind? Yeah, really. Uh, Sean Michaels comes out and Bischoff announced that Michaels is now the manager of Triple H. Uh, I yeah. love Bischoff's smarmy heel persona. It's just so natural. Just, yeah, he just says it as if Sean's going to just be, yeah, sure, fine. I'm, I'm good and I'm ready to be a manager of Triple H, but the guy who's under, beneath me, like, yeah, Bischoff is so happy with himself that he's got this arrangement. Works. <laughs> Uh, Sean doesn't like that. He says he's not going to be told. He's not going to be told what to do. So he walks away. So Sean walks yeah. away from managing his very best friend. Yeah, that's okay because there's a plan for later in the show. 
There is. Uh, Bishop also announced that tonight, we are, with no promotion whatsoever, we yeah. have a ladder match to unify the Intercontinental and European Championships. It's Jeff yeah. Hardy versus RVD in the ladder match. So where'd that come from? I don't know. Fantastic match. I really look forward to seeing those two in ladder match for the two belts on the line. But yeah, like, give that a bit of promo. That's quite a big thing. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Triple H and Michaels are having a bit of an argument. Michaels doesn't want to carry Hunter's bags. Uh, but Trips has an idea. So, yeah. <laughs> And back together. Right, we're into the ring for the first match. It is indeed the ladder match for the unified uh, IC and European Championships. Uh, RVD versus Jeff Hardy. Um, RVD went for an early pinfall. Seemed yes. to forget it was a ladder match. Brilliant. Yeah, Rob may have been uh, taking some herbal assistance. For I think this. so. Um, <laughs> the early part of this felt very awkward and quite rushed to me. Like It felt like it was a 25-minute match squeezed into 10 minutes. Yeah, I think they were told about it when they got to the arena that night and then they also got their time cut. Like you say, it's six minutes. Just just under seven minutes this, whole, this entire match. Like That's, These guys deserved at least 15 minimum. Like a ladder match to unify two championships on yeah. Raw and you're giving them seven minutes. Yeah, I know. It's a U- European title and the Aussie title, which they don't really care about at this point, even though it's supposed to be the, the main belt on Raw. It, it was... Yeah, it, it, these two guys could have put on a classic given 15, 20 minutes. Uh, JR at one point says that passion runs through the bone marrow of both of them. So I straight away thought, what's with all the bone marrow talk? Because we had a lot of that on we the did. previous week's show. So why? what's JR? JR's got this bone marrow thing in his head at the moment. I don't know why. Is he on his barbecue sauce kick at this point? I don't know, but does he know what bone marrow is? Like, I, that, that's not a thing that people say. No. Like, Maybe he's just discovered it. He's, he's big into his barbecue. Maybe he's just like he's, he's just he's just discovered bone marrow as a thing that you can actually eat. And like I'm pretty and... sure we're now well. This would be our third show into this era, and we haven't heard yeah. slobber knocking yet. But we've heard bone marrow several times. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, towards the end, all seven minutes of it, uh, Jeff got pushed off a ladder. Arvidi with a frog splash. He climbs up and got the belt. It's pretty anticlimactic. Uh, it was, it was it? rushed and it was a match. It was, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, why would you have two really over guys who you have been really pushing the last two shows that we've done? Yeah. And this is and what you give them? them? Yeah, it's, it's it's wrong. This That IC title at this point then encompasses it's, it's itself. It, it, it swallows up the European title, the, also the WCW US title, and by extension, the national uh, the national title as well. So that's that IC belt's got a lot of... Um, various lineage coming mm. into it now it's, yeah very strange yeah I mean decent match for what took the time they had it was yeah seven minutes they did the best they could but like you said it felt really rushed right Chris Nowitzki's here everyone's favourite Harvard graduate he's here to cut a promo and he's interrupted by The Undertaker who appears to have turned babyface with no actual turn since last night's vengeance where he was a heel <laughs> yeah I think we're going to see a lot of this during this run of Taker just kind of flip-flopping between because he was be teaming with Brock last week yeah. as heels and he was a heel at Vengeance with the Rock and Angle but now he's mm-hmm. a firm baby face and the people are cheering him JR's putting him over that's yeah. it just turned <laughs> yeah I think we wanted to keep a tally of this I often take a uh, flip-flops back yeah a take a turn tally yeah there, there you go. go this is one <laughs> uh, he beat our Chris Nowinski and that was the end of the segment yeah, so I'll find it. Yeah, backstage Bischoff is with Rhino, who we haven't seen on uh, this yet. He's out injured, no. still out injured. Um, Bischoff yeah. wants him on Raw, and they're going to keep in touch. Uh, just to note, Rhino actually didn't return until February of next year Jeez. when he was on SmackDown. So this went absolutely nowhere. 
Yeah. Why? Sure. But why? <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, isn't Rhino from Detroit or Michigan? Yes, he is, yeah. And obviously they're in Michigan, so I don't know ah, if it's just okay. he came up, keep his name, keep his face sort of in mind. Yeah. But then we're still, what, June, what, July, so that's five. We're seven months away from his return seven yet. Months. Yeah. And I don't... <laughs> I don't think he does anything else as far as on camera between now and his return. So what was the no, fucking like, point? We will, we will highlight it if we do. But yeah, that's an odd thing to preview seven months before his return. Um, after he left, D'Lo Brown and Planet Stasiak. I forgot about Planet Stasiak. <laughs> Planet Stasiak. Uh, they want an opportunity. Mm. Bischoff says that he has a three-minute hole in the show. There he needs go. filling. And First he needs a time. match. <laughs> but they'll have to entertain him or else. Ooh, there's a yeah. Love it. First little thing there. Like before, when he, when, he, when he first said that, you didn't think anything of it. You didn't think there was going to be some sort of uh, big lads that are going to come out and destroy everyone. Just like, yeah, okay, three minutes for two guys that aren't really on the card. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay, up next, we have an intergender, intergender tag team match, which mm. is a thing that I didn't realize happened in WWE at any point, considering yeah. nowadays they don't like women touching men in terms no. of in ring combat. Bubba Ray Dudley, who I still don't like as a singles baby nah, face, looks stupid. Right. Yeah. Trish Stratus against William Regal and Molly Holly. Yeah, one, one team is much better than the other team in this. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Regal made Trish admit to the Regal stretch that it was nice. a match. It, it was, yeah, they, they, they mocked Molly's weight or apparent weight. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's always... We're going to have a whole run of this, mate, unfortunately. <laughs> be a star, WWE, be a star. Uh, yeah, that was it. It was it was a match. I don't minutes, care. No I don't one. care for Bubba Dudley. I like Molly. No. I like Trish, and I love Regal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubba's just Bubba's just lost to me at this point. He's just floating along, no real sort of direction to what he's doing. Like did it, well, he was infatuated and putting Trish through tables a couple of years back. Why are they now teaming? Yeah, and and last night he faced Eddie and uh, hmm. Benoit, and there's yeah. no follow up. Like there's literally no follow up to yeah, any of them. Like take a. Rock and Angle, there's no follow-up to that on this show. Just spoiler no. alert. There's no follow-up to Bubba and Benoit and Eddie with Spike. There's no follow-up yeah. to uh, Booker and Big Show was at Vengeance. That There's just yeah. nothing. RVD and Brock, which was a major featured match at Vengeance, there's no follow-up at all. Yeah, the, the very next segment, Booker gets moved straight along to his next feud, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't even mention the Big Show at all. Uh, Bischoff is back to Chris Benoit. Uh, they mentioned the best of seven series in WWE with Benoit and Love Booker. It. And tonight yeah. is Benoit versus Booker. And the winner faces RVD for the Intercontinental Championship next week. So with that, European title has been abolished. It's not unified in as much as Scrum. Oh, yeah, it's out of it. Yeah. And the We're RC never title is, that again. is the main title. As you said just now, the RC title at this point is the main championship on Raw. Because yeah. obviously the undisputed one is between <laughs> shows, isn't it, at the moment? I like it that it's... It is being positioned as this. It would only take three or four weeks before they decided to give Triple H that big shiny belt. But I like that they making matches be the number one contender for the IC title. The IC title for me has always used to be an important belt. It was the belt the Warrior won, and then he he was then next in line to face Hogan. That's kind of what should happen with the IC belt. And unfortunately, they got well away from that. It became the Workhorse Championship, didn't it? It was yeah. like the best workers had that belt. The Steamboat, the Savages, the Bretts, yeah. uh, the Benoits, Jericho's, RVDs. You know, people, well, as you said, it was Warrior kind of set the template for, well, he's the Intercontinental Champion, so next in line is the world title. Yeah. It used to be that. It's how you work your way up. I remember the Austin Rock feud over the IC title. That mm-hmm. never happened today. Two of the biggest kind of up-and-comers wouldn't have a feud over the IC belt. Rock and Triple H didn't have the same thing as well over the yeah. IC title. Yeah, yeah that ladder match. What happened? The, the RC belt then, well, at one point it was scrapped, wasn't it? It, it got yeah. it got 
um, retired, which is... And Cody brought it back to put some legitimacy to it, and that never worked. Yeah, because it's... I couldn't even tell you who the Aussie champion is right now. Um, Apollo Crews. Is he? Apollo Crews, yes. Is he really? Although the biggest star of the two is his big bodyguard, that Aziz guy, the Dabakato from Raw Underground. Yeah. Raw Underground, that was the thing that happened for the four weeks. Shane O'Mac in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay, The Rock is here, the new undisputed champion. He is here, he's talking, and out of nowhere, and I forgot, this is a complete shock to me and a pleasant surprise because Eddie Guerrero interrupts, and straight away I'm like, is it this match? This I love this. This was a great segment. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's really it positions Eddie immediately as a he's a star. He's coming out to interject with the Rock, like get involved with the Rock, who is the the biggest thing in the, in the company right now. Like, it's a massive show of faith in Eddie. Bear in mind that Eddie only got rehired what this year when he yeah, was a couple of months fired because we did the Eddie show, didn't we? Some yeah. time ago now, and he got released in two thousand one, and he was brought back. Uh, I think it was April two thousand two. So we're only yeah. three months removed from his return. And he's in there with The Rock. Yeah, brilliant. Um, Eddie says that his daughters had a Scorpion King post on their wall, so he made them rip it down. He's going to punish them for it. <laughs> and then Rock asked if he was Cheech or Chong. The more we look back at The Rock, the more troubling it is. When he yep. does eventually run for president, he's going to have a lot of things to answer for. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Eddie challenged The Rock to a match tonight, and if Eddie wins, he gets the championship match next week. I said, I love this segment. Eddie more than held his own with The Rock. Uh, yeah. Some of Rock stuff around this time, material-wise, is really weak and a little bit racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but it, it leads up to our main event tonight, and I'm all for it. Yeah, definitely. Right, as The Rock is leaving, Brock Lesnar comes out, and Brock blanks The Rock. It was brilliant. Yeah. Brock looked like an absolute megastar without, without even having a sale word. Yeah, I like it. It's just like he doesn't care that that's The Rock. And we get to that point at SummerSlam. Like, he doesn't care it's The Rock and he's the biggest thing in wrestling at the minute. I'm, I'm Brock Lesnar. Like, mm. It's great. Bigger than you. Uh, Brock Lesnar's here to have a match with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. The Singapore Kane match. <laughs> Did we miss a show where stuff was built up? Did we nah. miss a build-up to a ladder match to unify championship? Did we miss something where Taker moved to Nowinski for no reason? Did we miss... <laughs> where Dreamer and Brock, or even Dreamer and Heyman, had something to set this up. What's happened no. here? What we've got now is Bischoff's booking the show, and we're very much in the WCW, WWE era, where stuff happens, because why not? Uh, this goes exactly as you expect it to. Brock no-sells <laughs> some stuff. Brock then wins. Undertaker comes out, attacks Brock with a cane to follow up last week's where Brock F5 Taker, but then nothing else comes of it. Like We don't see this again for the rest of the show. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm pretty sure next week there's absolutely no follow-up to it. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? But that alone is more interesting than anything Thunder happened. Absolutely. Ever summarize we what we did. So like I'm all for it. It's it's like they're just throwing stuff at the wall just to see kind of what they can what works, I think. Okay, we built it up earlier on. Dilo Brown versus Planet Stasiak. They have three minutes. Can they entertain Eric Bischoff? The answer is no, because what happens, Ross? Uh, well, so just before that, we get a, a big show segment with Shawn Michaels. and Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Oh, is awful. He is the worst thing on Raw at the minute. He has no direction, and he threatens Shawn, saying he hasn't got the NW backing him up anymore. Shawn doesn't care at all. 
couldn't care less than having Joe. Yeah, Sean's um, just yeah, Sean doesn't give a shit. Like no, no one does. <laughs> You're not a threat, Big Show. But yes, anyway, to the uh, the Planet Stasiak Delo match, those guys get a minute. Bischoff is pissed off because they're doing knee lifts and arm bars, and he's bored after a minute. So he pulls out the Island Boys, as they were at this point, to absolutely destroy the pair of them. Uh, when you first, I mean, were you watching Raw around this time? It, it, yeah. You kind of, uh, what did you think of this when this first went down? Like these two Island Boys, these nobodies came out. I love big boy tag teams. I love Authors of Pain. I love the Viking Raiders, whatever they're called now. I like these sort of tag teams. Big, absolute destroyers. And when these two came out and just absolutely just cleaned the ring with the low and Stasiak, fantastic. It like, also makes Island you realise an awful name. we've got some really good three-minute warning-related stuff coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next week is the May uh, Mula segment, and that is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, looking forward a bit, um, obviously, three-minute warning, get involved in the Billy and Chuck stuff. Yeah. Can we watch SmackDown for that week for the wedding of Billy and Chuck? We might have to, yeah, because that, cool. that whole thing is amazing. Because it's still one of my favourite segments ever. Yeah. Bishop as the, the vicar or whatever they are, the priest, and then, yeah, those two boys coming out and destroying Billy and Chuck, as much as that pains me to say. There you it go. So... It's all my favourite things put together in one segment. So three-minute warning will take a slight divert that week to SmackDown yeah. as well. So I mean, it, was a, it was a huge, huge thing when it happened. I remember it, like, it caused controversy, didn't it? Well, yeah, they got I me. Mean, well, obviously, we'll, we'll detail it more when we come to the show. But yeah, they got so much publicity, good yeah. and bad, from uh, campaigners and gay rights and anti-gay rights and that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, <laughs> it did not go how people thought it would go. Well, actually, it didn't go how they told people it would go because no, they exactly. let people believe that they would be a le- not legitimate, but there would be a the fully processed gay wedding on WTV, and everyone expects it. Yeah. And all the the campaigners, like, okay, yeah, we like this. Then we're going to show up and we're going to watch it. Oh wait, oh yeah. Unfortunately, no, no one's like Billy or Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the problem is people believe Vince. That's the mistake. Yeah. Vince worked everyone. He did. It was a, it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic segment. And yeah, let's let's dip into SmackDown for that. We'll get there. Okay, uh, somewhere else backstage. Uh, Triple H and Sean are still there. Sean hasn't left yet. Yeah. I don't know why he hasn't left yet. Just, just fuck yeah. off, Sean. Why are you hanging going. around? Yeah. Uh, Triple H gives him a bag and he looks inside it and Tri- Sean, uh, Trip says, put it on. Sean laughs. Okay. It's so bad, this. It's awful. Like, it's so obvious looking back at it now. Like, I've, I can't remember, but... Thinking back, watching this live, I've been super excited DX reforming. Looking back at it now, it is so obvious what's going to happen. Because at this point, Triple H seems so far and above DX. Yeah, he's that. Yeah, he's, he's gone past that. He's a, he's not hanging around with X Pac and uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn anymore. He's he is the guy. But yeah, it's um, looking back now, it's so obvious. Uh, Booker T and Benoit up next. Winner faces RV for the IC title next week. Uh, it was short, but it was very good. Uh, I could watch these two fight all day. I yeah. love the best of seven WWE. I remember seeing that as it happened, kind of thing. Um, German suplexes up the Yahoo and everything else you could say for Benoit. Yeah. Uh, Booker got some got some stuff in, but Benoit picked up the win with a crossface. Yeah, six minutes, but it was kind of, kind of almost like the greatest hits of these two guys. Yeah. What they could do, um, it was brilliant. Like you say, I could watch these two fight every day. It's so good, so clean and so crisp and so impactful even Booker I think Booker kind of ups his game when he's in there with someone like Benoit mm-hmm. 
which is great. So next week, we have Benoit versus RVD for the IC Championship. Bischoff is out here on commentary now, and JR still hates him. <laughs> it's so good to see pissed off JR. It is, because he's so much better at his job when he's angry, especially <laughs> this era. Like, he's so good when he's got a little bit of something riling him up. And it, it feeds into um, Lawler as well, because he can tell that JR's pissed off, so he gets a bit more excited mm-hmm. and things are fun. And I like Bischoff on commentary. And this three-man uh, group is so much fun to listen to. Uh, we have Big Show in action, so hold the excitement. He's facing Spike Dudley. Show wins of a chokeslam. Then he tries to put Spike through a table after the match. Bubba's here, and then Show chokeslams Bubba onto Spike through a table. I don't care. One, one minute, that match. What, like, what's the point? Why are they trying to reheat Big Show again? Yeah. I know it's only a minute, but give that minute to Ben Myron and Booker. I think his show looks awful. Look, he looks yeah. terrible. He looks so bad. <laughs> like, he doesn't look in the worst shape, but he looks like he just does not care what he's doing. <sighs> right. Here we go. It's time. The reformation. DX are here. Yes. <laughs> for, for reasons, I guess. Yeah. So Sean doesn't want to be Trip's manager, but he'll be his DX buddy. Yeah. Does that mean be the same thing? Yeah. Just without really? being called a manager. Yeah. Uh, they do their normal spiel. And then shock of shocks. Oh my God. Ooh. Triple H turns on Sean Michaels with an awful pedigree. Yeah. Not a good pedigree. I someone pointed out to me on Facebook this week, and I can't now ever unsee it. Is when Triple H does or gets the guy in the position for a pedigree, that forms a H. I saw that, and it's like, how old are you? How many? How old were you? I was like, today. This, yeah. I was today, well, years, today old. years old. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> and part of me thinks that wasn't intended. No, but now I also think it was fully intended. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to 1995 with obviously Hunter's Helms in Ota Joy, absolute yeah. banger, as we've established. And I'm thinking, did they plan that that's an H? Or, yeah. or was that just a happenstance that never been? We've given them far too much credit to think they've planned yeah. it. But if they did, I mean, fair fuck, that is incredible. But yeah, so yeah, if you, if you haven't seen that, you watch any Triple H match, you watch them when you first get some in a pedigree and hooks the arms, there's an H shape. You, yeah. No one, I guarantee no one has spotted that before now. No. Even Hunter's probably not spotted that. Probably not. It's just the thing that happens. Yeah, it's so weird. But yeah, this segment was, I don't know, it leads into a really long feud that isn't great. Like, I think we no. went into it on the Sean show. Like, it, it, just, it goes a bit too long. Uh, coming out the break, they have a recap of the shocking, shocking moment that Triple H turns on his long-term friend. Uh, mm. I, I just... I all don't... the replay shows is that Sean can't take a pedigree. Well, yeah, that's all, that's all it is. <laughs> like, come on. You must have seen what a pedigree is like, Sean. You must, even if you've never <laughs> taken one. You must have... long enough. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie Man is here right before the main mm. event. So, yeah, she's outside in the limo. But yeah. don't know why. But we have our main event. It's time. It's The Rock versus Eddie Guerrero. I'm proper hoping for this. Nice. No sort of bonus that I didn't expect when coming into the show. Yeah. Um, early on, JR is forgetting the match and asking why Triple H would turn on Michaels. Cheers, JR. Don't focus on your world champion. Amazing. Movie star. Established bona fide movie star who's coming back yeah. to work. The biggest star in the company right now. Yeah. But no. uh, Rock dominates. Uh, and then we get an amazing counter, which I still see as gifts to this day, where Rock goes for the rock bottom. And Eddie counters into a roll-up. It yeah. is brilliant. Loved it. He's a, he was ahead of his time, Eddie. He would he would be so good with some of the guys coming through now. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, in terms of wrestlers that are no longer with us, you know, I always said I missed Edge when he kind of retired, obviously. Yeah. Eddie passing, I still miss Eddie. You think of what he could do in the PC as a coach or what he could, could oh, have done God, in the yeah. ring in the last 10 years. My God. Yeah. Got some plastics or some of the guys in NXT right now. Uh, Eddie took control and looked credible and he was hanging yeah. the rock it wasn't like a, a main event as a mid carder it was a, a genuine it felt like something special it felt like okay we could see us again a couple of years down the line as a proper mm. you know if the rock was around as a proper main event feud do we give uh, credit to the rock for this a little bit making Eddie look so good like he did uh, he, he fully put rock over a few months down the line i would say so i mean obviously rock coming back for this run purely to get the belt over to brock spoiler alert yeah and i think at this point yeah yeah, he comes back for vengeance will come back at king of the ring and then went after SummerSlam, and Mm. he was here to put people over but he didn't need the rub himself he was the rock so yeah yeah, he he made eddie look good and that obviously only helps eddie in the company in the long run yeah yeah definitely does yeah it's a a fantastic match it was only like i think about nine odd nine minutes but Give them guys another few minutes and it would have been an absolute classic. But in itself, it was a great, great match. Just... Yeah, uh, so Ed, good. Eddie went for the Fox Blast, misses, Spine Buster from The Rock, People's Elbow, and that was the win. Uh, yeah. After the match, Brock came out. He has the Undisputed Championship belt going face-to-face with The Rock. And then it got a bit weird that Brock kept looking down at the belt. Rock didn't move. Brock mm. kept looking down at the belt. JR then even says on commentary, Brock keeps looking down at the belt and he thinks yeah. that Brock wants Rock to look at the belt. It looked like Rock wasn't doing what he should have done. And Brock's just like, I'm going to look down, look at you. I'm looking down again. Please look down, Rock. I'm going to look down again. Please look down. And then Brock just throws the belt down and leaves. It looked a little bit weird. Yeah, he does a Shane Douglas and just lobs the belt down and walks yeah. off. It's, I don't know. I don't know what that segment was. Very, very weird. Uh, backstage, Bischoff is in the parking lot with Stephanie. Uh, lots of talk about kicking in the testicles because that's the thing apparently at the moment is Stephanie kicking Bischoff in the testicles. I think I'm going to enjoy these bits the most, the Stephanie and Bischoff stuff until it gets weird and sexual. But yeah. like, I think I love these two playing off each other. It's so great because you can tell Steph actually hates him. Yep. Uh, Rock and Damon show up. Um, and yep. I'm guessing this is the proverbial kicking Bischoff in the testicles uh-huh. because Brock and Heyman get in the limo with Steph and drive off. So that's where our show ends. Has Has... Brock signed with SmackDown has the undisputed champion, also sorry, the soon to be the person challenging the Rock for the undisputed championship. Yeah, Brock, of course, is currently a Raw guy, but it seems like he's not a Raw guy anymore. It's too crowded. I think there, there is too many mouths to feed with. Like the Rock's been obviously not for the long term, but you've got Taker, you've got Triple H, you've got Shawn Michaels, you've got yeah, you've got the young guys coming up as well. Getting them off to SmackDown is great. It gives rub to some guys over there as well. Uh, they haven't really explained at this point how people are moving. Like, is it is no one under a contract? Is yeah. they've not explained how? Like, how did Triple H become a free agent and he could choose Raw or SmackDown? How has yeah. Brock just been able to move to SmackDown? Next week we won't give it away, but next week in the uh, uh, post main event segment, there's another defection from SmackDown to Raw with no explanation yeah. at that moment how it happens. Like, h- how does contracts work at this point in WWE in 2002? I mean, we're, we're almost 20 years later and they still don't they still don't know how to do it because yeah. they've had the drafts and they've had people just get traded from trade show for no apparent reason. But like, yeah, didn't, they don't, they've got no idea how uh, trading people work. We, ha- we have a draft. Then we have Survivor Series, which is the only time of the year when Raw and SmackDown guys can compete against yeah. each other. But then they'll have... They, they can have four... 
they can have four times a month or four times a year where they can bring someone yeah. over from another show or something like that. It's a really convoluted rule. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. it I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the brand split in, in kind of the theory behind it. But yeah, it's just let guys wrestle where they want to wrestle because you get so much more interesting shows there. But we've got a draft uh, coming up apparently in a couple of months' time. We do, yes. End of August. Uh, right, that was the July 22nd Raw, uh, Night After Vengeance. So much stuff has mm. happened. Nothing's really carried on for Vengeance. It's all new stuff, it seems. And yeah, I think as, Vengeance uh, reset stuff, almost. As, as you put it best, right now, we're in the era of throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, we definitely are. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird episode of Raw, because there is... I don't know, the, the Triple H Shawn Michaels storyline running through it, and then just other stuff happened, but... Yeah, it was weird. There was, was some good matches. I just wish the matches went a little bit longer. Like the Booker and um, Benoit was probably my highlight match. I don't know. It's it's tough between that and Rock and Eddie. I think Two we really should get good matches. I think we should get used to short matches that promise a lot more. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they go to pay per view, I suppose, where they have the the main match that is good. So looking ahead to next week, uh, we have a few matches uh, on tap. We of course have. Um, IBD taking on Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Championship. We'll also have Booker That'll T versus Eddie Guerrero, which uh, could be very, very good. We have an other, we have another intergender tag team match, a rematch from this week's show, or will it mm-hmm. be? Because something may change there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a hardcore championship match with Bradshaw, and we have a hell of a main event. First time ever, it's Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, against The Rock in a non-total match. Seems weird. Why would that be your main event? And it's out of nowhere. Oh, it's literally, yeah. it's announced at the top of the show and it's out of no, there's no build up to it whatsoever. Yeah. And Hang I think on, next week is when Sean Michaels gets destroyed backstage because he got so many. Yes. Enemies. Yes. And Sean, Sean becomes very acquainted with a car window. <laughs> also, the Undertaker will be there as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Will he be faced? Will he be here? Who knows? But we will keep our take a turn tally ready to go. We're currently at one and we'll be ready to update it if and when he turns again. I reckon it's going to be loads. It could be. Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. That was uh, episode three in total. Our second episode of Raw itself. Uh, It's already better than Thunder. It's literally already better than Thunder. Yeah, miles miles better than Thunder. Um, if you have any thoughts, feelings, or opinions, or anything else, you can contact us in normal ways on Facebook at Ring the Bell Show, on Twitter and Instagram at Ring the Bell Pod. Ross, what's the email address? Ringthebellpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also give us a fast direct review. That'd be very helpful uh, and appreciated over at Apple Podcasts. You can also subscribe, share, recommend all the usual stuff at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If someone does podcasts, you will find us. Yeah. Okay, like we're us. on the road. To SummerSlam, that's uh, coming up in a few weeks, uh, four or five weeks maybe. So the build-up yeah. starts there. Obviously, we've got Brock versus Rock already locked in for the Undisputed Championship. Uh, we have the Triple H Shawn Michaels feud will quickly gain pace over the next few weeks. Yeah. And we have so much more other than that. Yeah, it looks like a decent card looking at it now. We won't spoil any other matches, but yeah, it looks like a pretty good event. Uh, we also have, uh, we said about there is a big defection in the main event of next week's show. There's also further defections at the beginning of the show as well uh, with some guys yeah. that I'm really looking forward to watching, kind of, maybe not one, on a weekly basis. Is this year's SummerSlam Undertaker's snakeskin trousers? 
Oh, that was Survivor Series. But yes, it is oh, this year. Ah, oh, brilliant. Wanted yeah, I think that. Angle. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Brilliant. What was that? Two thousand. That was two thousand. Snake Skin was two thousand. That was when Angle was the champion. The first time. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Oh, that's a shame. It is. <laughs> Look forward we'll to that. Thought we were getting some um, some some Snake Skin Taker goodness there. <laughs> Taker's already got enough stuff. He's got the take a turn tally. He doesn't need more true, gimmicks. Yeah, yeah true. EDP. <laughs> okay, this has been three minute warning. The boys are here. The big strong boys are here. The three minute warning guys have debuted and they've got so much more to come. Next week, as you said before, Mulu and May Young. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. That whole segment is just so good. Uh, but for now, this has been three minute warning from Ring the Bell. I have been Andrew. And I've been Ross. Andrew? Yep. Ring that bell.